When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, everybody, before we begin the podcast, I just want to remind you, yes, we have had three or four weeks of terrible audio, bad equipment, well, basically because we didn't know how to use it. Now we did get out the manual and start going back over things, but if not for the saving grace of Aiden Stone, Two Bears' son on staff here, we would have never been able to listen to this podcast. No, 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 no. Wouldn't have happened. We gave it to him unlistenable. He put it into his magic hands and went left, right, up, down, back, forward, A, B, A, B, A, start, and guess what? Now you have a wonderful podcast. Ah, a little distorted here. Yeah, don't complain. All right, let's focus on the content, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks again to Aiden and company, and uh, we'll see you guys on the other end. Welcome to KGXT, Gen X Talks podcast live from Central California. Making plans with the boys. I'm going to hit the town. Yeah, I'm going to make some noise. I'll push past the pain. And my wounded pride. I'm going to live it up. Yeah, I'll stay here all night. But sure I've had some better times. And I can't. What's he doing? I'm just singing. No, what's he, what's what's he doing? doing? He's coming to town. What's that again? Santa Claus is coming to town. Well, you know, before that, she was singing the monkeys like it was her job. So hey, when the monkeys. There we go. Can people we, say we monkey around. These guys are weird, man. <laughs> That's going way back. That is. Yeah, the scene where they pushed. Oh, the, that kid's here today. They pushed the bed across the busy street. Yeah, <laughs> four post bed. Who invited the kid? You did. You did. <laughs> what are you talking about? Thanks a lot. Throw me under the bus. They're real quick to do that. He's, he's acting like, who got drafted? Oh, yeah, it was me. Wow. <laughs> Welcome to the KGXT Studios podcast special edition. It is all three of us in studio special. today, broadcasting 200 feet below occupied California in the brand new luxurious KGXT Studios. Hi. That's us. That is Wait, us. That's us. It's luxurious in here? This is, well, yeah, compared to nice. it's a I shed. guess it's better than my dining room table. <laughs> nothing wrong with it. Okay. Compared to being in the corner of your dining room, this is luxurious. Even though we're in a shed outside, we are. This is good. You know what? Hey, it's much. Just tell people it's a shed. It's a shed. It's a studio. It's a, yeah, it's a studio. Well, you it, always think bigger than you are. Like You always dress for the job you want, not the job you've exactly. got. Exactly. Ah, okay. Exactly. <laughs> You walk around like you got a whole lot of money in your pocket, <laughs> but your bank account says zero. I can't, I can't say what this is called. There's a nickname for this. I don't know whether, I don't know whether the kids generation knows this. What's but, that? Well, when we were in high school, you would take a wad of $1 bills and roll them up and you'd put a, <laughs> I heard a chuckle. Yeah. You'd put a $20 bill on the outside. Right. So it looks like you got just a stack of cash. 20s, yeah. We had a very derogatory term for that. I'm not going to talk about it, but it was a, not a nice thing to say. Rolling but, fat. 
<laughs> it was not that. That's nice compared to what we used to say. So, because we used to tease each other, say, "Open up, open up that roll. Let me see if it's all 20s. Shut up, man! I'm not opening this roll because it was all ones. Ah, yeah. uh, uh, yeah. Welcome. So to started the lying at an yeah. early age. <laughs> Well, it wasn't like I was seven years old walking around with that, but yes, it was. I don't know. Knowing you, it would. He was eight. I was eight, yeah. Eight Eight years old. Oh, he's eight. Oh, okay. That makes a difference. So, yeah, if we actually get this done, Two Bear is going to have to buy donuts for the whole dealership. Dude, I want donuts. Me too. Then go down to the car dealership Friday morning. You have me addicted to donuts. Me too. Because you you buy them like twice a week. Wait, how come it's my fault? What, what did I do? You buy them twice a week and you buy two dozens and I'm like, ah oh, man, like okay. don't want to waste food. Yeah, so Krispy Kreme <laughs> sees that the order comes goes, got it, got it. Hold on, hold on. Now all of a sudden you're concerned with wasting food. What about when there's a bowl of broccoli in the fridge? You don't seem to I mind skipping that. He eats broccoli. I eat that. I you eat don't okay. eat broccoli. Do you realize how much food I eat out of the fridge? No. All day, every day, man. Well, you can't, neither one of you can blame me if I buy donuts and you can't say no. You can't blame me for that. That's on you. Well, like you know, the Krispy Kreme, every day they make two dozen donuts and they set them aside and say, these are, these are for uh, the general for when he orders them. <laughs> I bet you they do. It's possible. Uh, when it's exactly the end of the happens. day, they're like, damn, he's going to get the stale donuts now. Because <laughs> if, if I wait till the night, you know, you can't 730 at night. Is the cutoff for ordering donuts? Who, who knows that information? Who, who, who no, he orders donuts for the next morning at night. That's what he does. Same time. No, but did you just hear what he said? Yeah. Seven thirty yeah, is he the knows cutoff. Exactly when? Because who knows that information? Unbelievable. Listen, it's trial and error. If you if you log in, like you know what, I want some donuts for dessert tonight. If you log in at seven twenty, they say they're on their way. But if you log in at 731, they say, sorry, you can't have until tomorrow. You know what? People do have to go home. They just don't sit around making donuts for you when you want them. (laughs) Waiting for me to call. (laughs) Yeah. Like he snaps his fingers and there's donuts. I'm telling telling you, he he orders them for the next morning. He, He literally schedules the delivery. Some people would call that proper planning. Just go get the donuts. Also, you know, the other part of that, too, is if we lived in Las Vegas, their stuff is open 24 hours a day. You can get a donut at two in the morning if you want. Well, thank God we don't live and in it's Vegas. it's fresh. It's fresh. That's what our, our son and daughter-in-law say. They, go, they can go get fast food or whatever, anything, anything 24 hours a day because yep. they live in oh, Vegas. Yeah. Any time of day. Well, I lived there for a little over two years. And yeah, anything you wanted, if you woke up at three in the morning, I don't care what you want. Somebody going to get it for you. Somebody going to sell it to you. You know, Cane's closes at 2 a.m. on weekends. Uh, a lot of places do. So I what? what? I, I feel like they close like earlier. He's doing a plug do a for that. Oh, he's plugging Cane's. Is this I'm one of his like, desperate sponsorship attempts? <laughs> <laughs> you should get a Krispy Kreme sponsorship yeah. or thing going, man. I have Loud Trouble LLC sponsoring me. I have Loud One in my corner. He sponsors me with trucking, not donuts. Trucking. Are you trucking Truckies anytime soon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why didn't he go get you a yeah. whole I was gonna say a whole shitload of donuts. <laughs> but uh, I was like, hmm. So I have a cute grandson story, can oh, I tell good. you? That just happened right before we started. Okay. So I got a text message from our daughter in law and she says, um, that our grandson went up to her and said, I'd like to bring everybody candy canes for our for our family Christmas party. Out of the blue, 
they're selling candy canes at his school. And he went up to mom, his mom, and said, I liked it to bring everybody a candy cane for the family Christmas party. Is that cute? Now, two thoughts come to mind. One, oh, man. <laughs> that's, that is a very cute story. You can okay, tell. Okay, good. There's a grandpa. That's the grandpa version I want. He's, that's a very cute story. And you can tell he's taking after me. That's one. What? That's a very concerned individual. Do you concur, kid? I do not. Yeah, I don't <laughs> either. Concur. I think it's bullshit. How okay. old is he? He's six. Okay, he takes after me. All six-year-olds look to me as their role model. It's a good thing. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Did, you, did you survey a lot of six-year-olds for that one? <laughs> <laughs> the second thing that comes to mind is I was waiting for this story to end up with Pop up! I need money to buy candy canes, and we didn't get there. So I well, think you know I'm okay. what? I'm sure they're only a dollar. He doesn't need the big. He goes to you for the big number, man. He goes to me for all of them. His father, our oldest son, is one cheap sob. <laughs> if he says, "Dad, I need three dollars," he goes, "Go ask your pop pop or go ask Grammy." He ain't gonna. Our, our son's a cheap sob when it comes. He knows to send the kid our way. He does it every time. And we did the same thing with our kids. <laughs> for the course my grandmother she's still alive god god bless her and she when she was still in charge of writing checks for gifts she was still writing two dollar and fifty cent checks just a few years ago and it's meaningful it's meaningful okay <laughs> it's not the amount yeah. it's that she thought of you you but you can't even go to taco bell for two dollars and fifty cents anymore you can't. and get what you totally could you could get like a a Just cup of water and a yeah, you can get a taco or a burrito and a, you know, and a, a, a plastic food. spoonful of refried beans. You act like, you act <laughs> like a spoonful. <laughs> can we have a spoonful of refried beans? Who does that? that? You know, now the, the kids, now the kids gonna go try that. No. Excuse me, I'd like a scoop of beans. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was thinking before the show started, cause I have a deck of cards, you know, that I'm fidgeting with yeah. and I was thinking to myself, I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to show them a magic trick. But I was like, what if they're listening audio only? <laughs> so I was just like, is this your card? Everybody's going to go. Yes. Yeah. Like, I didn't know no. what my card was. Parenting. I'm doing it wrong with my idiot son. going to do no, card no, no. tricks. You did it right. Cause I thought through the process and saved myself from oh, doing something stupid. I see. Well, yeah. uh, just, oh, this time, this time. Yeah. And as your father, I would have preferred, preferred you not go down that road. Oh, but it was funny. It was just a funny <laughs> like thought that goes across your mind, you know, just so you know, I want to find a way. I know electricity and water do not go well together. I I'm smart. I know that. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I thank would God. like to find a way to have a heated shower door. Why? Why? Because our shower door, as I'm fidgeting, getting on with my morning to start the shower and warm up the shower, that ice cold door slowly falls back <laughs> onto my ass every time. And it's shocking because you're like, whoa, is a cold glass door. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have that problem. If we had a heated glass door in the shower, just the one, just that one, just the door, not the whole shower. I got to well, say, why don't you just get your fat ass in the shower <laughs> quicker? <laughs> <laughs> I finished that yeah. for you, son. No problem. Yeah, so now you can't this. get in trouble. It's cool. They've invented this already. What are you talking about? This is the thing, you know, like he probably your rear view window. On your car, how yeah. it heats up and it gets the ice off. Uh, but that's electricity. I told you, no oh, electricity. No. Well, you're gonna have a 12 volt oh. battery in your in your in your bathroom. To Wait heat a minute. Up. 
If it's a heated window on your car, isn't there water on it? Yeah, because you melt the ice, it gets wet. Look, I'm telling you, I don't think that's a good idea. There's got to be another way to do it. Oh, you want to start a fire? No, I don't want to start a fire. I'm just saying that. Oh, caveman, start fire in bathroom. Heat up shower door. All right, to hell with both of you. I thought that was a brilliant idea. You know, Cold shower door. I think just... <laughs> I think just once it would be nice if my family looked at me and said, "My God, Dad, you're brilliant! What a great idea!" Just once. This is just like the silencer you tried making up that I disproved in like thirty seconds. Nope, not that's possible. not true. My, not if I built the silencer the way I'm designing it, it would work. Explain. Go ahead. Okay, real simply, silencers don't work. Suppressors don't work. I mean, they do a little bit, but they're just in the movies. But what if you could screw onto the end of a gun? Um, uh, a big tube that was full and this is going to sound backwards that was that was a perfect vacuum mm-hmm. okay and as the bullet went through the sound that came out of the muzzle of the gun was absorbed in the perfect vacuum because if you shot a gun in space you wouldn't hear it there's no air for the noise to travel on so you can't yep. hear it okay so if I could if I could make a vacuum chamber that the like bullet, space, right? I'm going to put space in a bottle. <laughs> wow! And then I'm going to put the bottle on the end of the gun, and I'm having a little trouble with how the bullet leaves that that's, chamber. That's what I brought up to him. I was like, "How does the bullet leave without sound leaving? Because I, 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 you have to have the bullet going faster than the speed of sound." And I'm, I'm just saying that the, I'm working just, on or. What okay? Uh, it, it, what if you open a chamber and it sucks in the sound? Like there's two chambers on the sides. You can suck in sound. Yeah, through the vacuum. You know, like how do you, you, how do you suck in sound? It go. It pulls in through the vacuum. The vacuum pulls the sound away into the chamber. You see, I'm, 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 sound work, I'm working this out. You, you know, okay, I can. You can su- Is that on the glass shower doors? No, I haven't written that on the shower. What? His, his next idea is like, what if we make something so loud that you can't hear the gun go off? You know so. what? Here's another one for you. that I got this from UCLA, and this is why I'm using it. They invented a machine that projects sound forward, and they can tune it to the exact sound of your exhaust of your car coming out. Okay. So it nullifies the sound. It's exactly the same frequency, exactly the same decibel. It varies, and it shuts off the sound of your of your muffler of your exhaust pipe. Because and why do we need that? Cars are quiet. You wouldn't hear, you wouldn't hear cars all the time. Some That's cars true. are annoying. Only the cool sounding cars don't have to have that. If your car is a shitty sounding car. I'm passing a law. You're putting that shit on your car. That sounds like a California law right there. <laughs> yeah. Your car can't pass hey, a certain decibel. Exactly. You know what? Not a certain decibel. It's, I don't care. How, if it's super loud, it's just got to sound No, we're cool. talking about what California would do. Here's another one. Yeah, decibels. This, this proves that I am a brilliant man in the making. Oh, oh. not yet. Hey, Marcy Zavala, Dr. McDreamy's wife, came up to me and asked me to invent something medical for her. Wow. A device that she says, hey, she's this married w- to a doctor, too. Yeah. Like, and she can't. And she still came medical. to me. That's right. She's like way up in the ranks of her field. He's an he's an esteemed doctor. And they still came to me that you let that sink in. That <laughs> I remember what she said. She's like, you're very practical. Okay. <laughs> that's like the nice way. That is not the name I wanted to be associated with. That's what with. she said. She what said about, you're practical. What about brilliant or resourceful? I don't know. You haven't made it yet. So, ah, but I've already yeah. drawn it out, and I told, I already called her, and I said, send me the the prototype of what you want, the, the how they build it the wrong way. I've got an idea for the right way, and mm-hmm. I'm not going to divulge it. 
and I'm never going to put it on the shower door because this will, this is how I will leave my mark on the world. Wow. Fantastic. I might even keep you guys with me. I, even when I become a multi gozillionaire, I might not get a new wife and kids. So if I keep you, you're welcome. It's like a perpetual motion machine. There's no such thing as a perpetual motion machine. I'm telling you, I got close. You, you, everyone gets close. It can't happen. I, well, I need to make it. <laughs> uh, I'm just like you, man. I got this million dollar idea. I just got to make it. Totally um, works. I swear. Well, I do you see what I put up with on a daily basis? I'm on that. your side about this. What are you talking about? What do you mean? No, the two up of them me? are just going at it. I'm just going to sit here and just I, listen. I can. Okay. I'm worrying. I'm, I'm trying to level myself up. I'm trying to game myself up. Oh, my, you want to level up? Yeah, I passed you. I mani- I can now manipulate you, and I can prove it. Okay, go ahead. The other day, when Doctor McDream and his wife were here, I was concerned that if I took a shower, that we uh, that there wouldn't be enough hot water. So I raced to my shower quickly. You went to get in the shower, and I just casually made mention. I said, you know, I took a seven minute shower. And you processed that whole thing, and I knew you would take a five-minute shower. I manipulated you into doing that because you're a better person than me. So I knew you would think, oh, I need to do better than him. I need to save some hot water for our guests. I'll take a five-minute shower. And you did by me one phrase. And I manipulated you into doing exactly what I wanted. That's right. Okay. Well, congratulations. I didn't even think about it. I no. just went in the shower and did my business. That's the beauty of it. You didn't even know what I was doing. Strike oh one for gosh. all the men out there. It's hilarious how he thinks that I haven't done that to him for all the years that we've been married. But hey, it's Look, okay. it took me 30 years to get to this point where I got one victory in this area. Come on, man. It happens on a daily basis with you. You what? No, you don't. Oh, yes. But we don't have to go there. We I don't want to go there. I don't want to, not, not we're on the air anyway. No. I can manipulate you. I can manipulate our children. Women are good at that stuff. I'm not sure if that's something you should be touting. I mean, you manipulative women. Now, we, we, we know of your reputation. It's our secret power. I don't want you to tell me you're actually doing it, though. It's one thing to have the power. It's quite something else to be saying you're using it on me. Okay. I won't have to say anything. All right. So Dr. McDream and his wife were here. They stayed for a few days. That was a lot of fun. It was a blast. We had a really good time. You want to know what I think the best compliment I received from, um, from them? What's that? They said that we made them feel very comfortable. Oh, that's nice. And that really hit home because sometimes when you stay with friends, it's a little awkward. You know, you're like, well, when do you get up? When do you use the shower? When's the food? What do you do? Your, your routine is all different. Everyone's is. Yeah. It's and, not your house. It's not your. Mm-hmm. And it's not, different in our house when someone's here. Right. I was, I felt very comfortable, but for them to say that on their way out the door was one of the best compliments I could have got. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I didn't talk to them on the way out the door <laughs> on that day. I didn't get to say goodbye no. or nothing, but that's another story. You were drugged up and passed out. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also, I enjoyed having them here and watching them I, I was laughing because um dr mcdreamy would always get the wrong drawer in the kitchen for the utensils <laughs> but it was i love when people just make themselves at home and start opening cabinets i have no yeah. shame no. i don't care i don't have a perfect house well you, you know you developed something years ago i mean 15 years ago you used to tell people when they came in, like that dr mcdreamy you would say 
This is just treat this like your home, your family. If you want something, don't ask me for a glass. Go look for it yourself. Yeah, just go. I have no. It broke the ice. Yes. It was good. You know what? I feel like if my house is messy, it's lived in. I'm not going to run myself and stress myself out that, you know, my house has to be perfect. It's not. I don't like how you, you guys all made fun of him as he was walking around the kitchen looking for stuff. Yeah, we loved it. But then you threw me under the bus at the very end. We were all making fun of Dr. McDreamy. Not that cabinet, not that cabinet, not that. And everyone's laughing. At the very end, he finally finds what he's looking for. And you say, it's okay. Uh, my husband's been here for 20 years and he doesn't know where anything is either. Yeah. You want to know another funny thing? Wait till he hears this. There are actually two drawers of utensils yep. and he didn't hit either one of them. <laughs> Right, kid? Yeah, there's two. Uh, I, I didn't Why know do that we for have a two long drawers and utensils? Okay. Because we have a gosh darn big family. Yeah, man, I didn't I didn't know where it was either until I che- until I accidentally checked where the old silverware drawer was and I was like, <laughs> "Wait, it's still here? What?" Wait a second. And then I and then I went to the new one. And I was like, "Wait, she didn't move. There's two of them." Wait a second. <laughs> what is she doing? <laughs> this is not true. Is this true? It's, it's true. Very true. It's true. So, okay. You know now, where the toaster is? Hold on. Hold on. Let me talk here. So when I found the new drawer one time, I yelled and go, God damn, you moved those utensils again. Uh Uh-huh. Months later, I find the old drawer. Oh, now you put them back to where the old one was. I've been doing that for like three years now. Yeah. You, not, you, guys, you guys are making this up. There's not. No, no there's two, there's two, two drawers, drawers. Two silverware drawers. He's correct. One's always full and one is always <laughs> empty. <laughs> I can't believe that. Now, literally after the podcast is over, I'm throwing my headphones off. I'm going to go see. Go ahead. I'm telling you, it's, it's true. Oh but God. I never told Dr. McDreamy that there's two drawers. And he still I couldn't, find, couldn't it. find it. find <laughs> it. It was great. It was oh so my great. God. That would have been funny as he's going around and everyone's laughing and talking. You should have said, dude, and there's two of them. You just got to find one of the two. <laughs> yeah, that was really funny. Well, I recorded his wife and I sat down. Um, every, a lot of people, 17,000 people watched your interview, your, whatever your clucking session was with Marcy. Your you guys did on Instagram. What was it? Your yap session. Yeah, their yap session. Okay. And... I listened to a lot of, well, actually, Dr. McDream and I listened to what we could and we couldn't take it anymore. We had to stop. But when Marcy was here, uh-huh. I sat with her one-on-one and I pulled, I pulled all of those conversations down to street level. It was a wonderful conversation. The podcast that I'm going to edit and put out about what she does. This isn't selling a product. No, and you got to know, um, Marcy is a physical therapist and a nutritionist. That's her. And side she doesn't. Of she doesn't have something she holds up. She goes, "Well, and here's this product you're going to buy. No. Here's this thing." You, she doesn't have one of those. No. This literally was just a conversation where I said, "How did you get my wife from terrible pain to being better every week?" And that's all the conversation was. It isn't an infomercial. There's nothing to sell. Mm-hmm. Which brings me to sunny point number two. Well, hold Go on. Yeah. Let me just say something. This is from years of on the job training as a physical therapist, being in hospitals, treating different patients. This oh, yeah. is what I learned about her. And she's constantly learning. Yeah. Like she's telling me, well, I'm doing this one. I'm going to do this class and I'm doing this class and I'm reading this. And then it's just, it blows my mind that she's keeping up on all the knowledge. Do you know what I think was the most the most fascinating poignant part of it all. And it was a great podcast. It was a great interview. 
she channel it's not like when you buy the atkins diet you've bought it for everybody everybody buys the same atkins diet you open it up you read the book the pamphlet the brochure you start checking off the boxes and you go right and that's the way all these programs are there isn't of all the all the clients and patients that she has there isn't one person any any two people that are on the same program that is correct she customizes everything for each individual so it's amazing to listen to all these years of experience and then she dives into you and changes things for you and then she moves on to the next person it's uh, incredible it's a very special program she's developed it's a it's one-on-one yeah it's a relate it's the relationship that is now missing between a doctor and a patient yeah, nowadays i agree 100%. she's bringing old school back same with dr mcdreamy they're actually sitting down and listening to the and person's double problem. Team. She's got one side. He's got the medical side. What a, yeah. what a great combination for it's, them. It's fabulous. So I got down with her and I sat down with Dr. McDreamy because he is the fight doctor. He, it turns out he is one of the top three fight doctors that they call in Las Vegas for MMA and, 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 and boxing. Awesome. You know, there's like he said, there's about 13 doctors that are part of that association that are part of the, the organization in the boxing commission, the fighting commission in, in Nevada, if I got that right. And there's, they rotate through them, but there's a top three or four that they always call the, the main, he's now one of them. That's fantastic. So that, and we know him. And we know him. We know him. We know a celebrity. So the, <laughs> know the, that guy. <laughs> so well, I went through an interview with him and I got all the way to the end and he had some stories to tell me he had some stuff in there and it was great. And I get oh. all the way done and then we did with him being involved, your cancer, Ugh, that was your a tough cancer one. podcast, just part one, part one, and the first you, 30 days, you were crying and oh. you were sobbing and we did a video and we did the audio on it and you were a wreck and we finally stopped it at a certain point. Mm. Dr. McDreamy promised he wanted to be back in the studio, not a zoom call. Need to be here for that one. Need to be. That's the vibe. Yeah. And uh, so I'm getting ready to edit these and start putting them out. Mrs. Four Watton. She's, she knows I'm going to do the Marcy's of all in one first. She goes, yeah, how about we do the, 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 the fight doctor one? I'm like, no, I'm not going out of order, but you can tell which one she's interested in. <laughs> she wants to hear that one more than anything. So That's we're, awesome. we're working on it, but it was a great weekend. Um, yeah. The, the cancer one, I just want to say that it, when we were going kind of chronologically, it really brought back some memories that I had forgotten. Me too. And um, that we touched on and I couldn't believe it affected me as much as it did talking about it. You I know? couldn't, when we started going down the road of, of what happened to you, um, Marcy was sitting here. She was in studio too. And she was going through it. She, um, wrote down every miracle. Mm. Yeah. She was telling me, she that. wrote down, she goes, well, that was a miracle. And we all went, Oh yeah, I guess that was pretty improbable. That should, that was pretty unlikely to happen. And she did. counted to nine yeah, and in 30 it, days. And then she goes, Oh, that was a miracle. And we all went, Oh yeah, I guess that was pretty impractical to happen. Mm. I mean, that wouldn't have happened on its own, man. She kept writing those things down. She got to nine bona fide shouldn't have happened miracles that that was incredible yeah that was it was crazy i can't wait to hear that i don't know if i should say i can't wait to hear that podcast but now i'm like i don't know if i could go through that again i don't know you went through a whole but you brought in a box of kleenex i did yeah. i had a feeling so we're out there I, ha I have a complaint about that time we were here but it's not about dr matrimi it's about you what did I do? You absolutely did something devastating to me, and it's going to hurt me for a long time. All right, go ahead. Tell me what I do. We were out at the fire pit, 
and we were all drinking. All the guys were drinking. You weren't drinking so much, so you I kept. I wasn't there. You weren't there. I was not drinking. You weren't drinking. I like them no. No, no, no. And um, you kept adding wood to the fire. You kept taking the oh. one by ones and throwing the wood in, and a little while later. Oh, I know where this is going. It was great because we were all drinking so much, though, that one of us would have fallen in the fire. You weren't drinking as much. All of a sudden, you come up with this big log. Now, when I, I'm drunk and I see you walk up with this log, I thought, that's my girl. That's right. She went and found a log. I'm, I'm not like, doing those no. one by one piece of shit. <laughs> no. So I'm thinking, this is great. This is actually good. So I'm actually touting your achievements to the rest of the guys. I go, look at my girl. She found a log. Thank you. Now we can have a fire, the Thank real you. log in the fire. I know where this is going. It wasn't until the next day yes. when I sobered up and I went, you know, I'm not sure where we had logs on the property. Yep. You went to where the kid and I have been drying our wood turning wood yeah. for two years. Some of those 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 pieces <laughs> you hear that? two years you, later. Some of them we've used though. It's not like you have to dry them sometimes at least a okay, year. You guys and you still you, have a lot of wood over there. You you don't you, we've been seasoning that wood. We've been storing it so we can use it. We've been drying it out for two years. You just go and grab it and throw it in the fire. Yep, I did. No, no, no. That's wrong. Yes, yes, yes. That's right. <laughs> it was it, it was fine when I was drunk, but now I have to write you up. Oh, please <laughs> do. <laughs> Send me to my room, please. I got to write you up. It's going to go in your permanent file. You can't do that. You did not oh, allow it. but I did. But what would, on earth would make you think it was okay to get in? Now, I know, I know where this is going because I, the kid told me. Okay, what did he tell you? What did you tell him? When you confronted her about the wood, what did she say? I don't remember. Oh, yeah. You sent him to come tell me about the he wood. Goes, he turn. comes back. Um, this was oh, his. yeah. Now I remember what I said. Okay, what happened? She said, yeah, dad said he was going to go get more. So, you know. Just oh, yeah. You said you were going to go get more How wood. How do I get more dry seasoned wood? If you throw that in the fire and I do go get more, now I have to wait another two years. You can't run down to the street and buy two-year-old wood. So what, what is, this is woman logic. This is total no, woman. there's still a ton woman. of wood over it there. It doesn't matter. You, just, you, you don't throw that wood I'm in the fire. I'm not doing many trips with the one-by-ones. Go oh buy my, some wood. I will buy some wood. But then what, get with it. Then you can throw the wood I buy in the fire. Not, then get with it. Not our wood turning. You know what? Every dude out there listening to this is upset with you right and now. And there's the manipulation. <laughs> what? What that I you've manipulated me into going and getting firewood? Yes, by I don't destroying use it. something of mine. Oh, oh my gosh! Listen to the choice of words. <laughs> destroying his whole life is ruined. Ruined. You know, Want to uh, know the last time yeah. that they turned wood? Devastating. It's been years. We've been waiting for the wood to dry. Right. <laughs> and, you know, it, it's times like this where I'm like, guys, I don't know if I want to be on the podcast anymore. <laughs> Let's move on. To what? Well, we were, let's say okay. we were sitting at the fire pit. It yeah. was very cool. Yeah. Uh, it was, it, it, it was just kind of like a little mini reunion. We've done this mm -hmm. like twice now recently and the vibe has been great. Yes. And we had another special guest show up. Yeah, another from our high school shows up, and we had to tie him into without giving away Dr. Double B. Double B. Double B. <laughs> and he comes in. He he actually he got here an hour early. Yes, he did. So he came in studio, and all of a sudden he found himself. He with, was online. With, with a microphone in his face. 
Yeah, he went with it. He, he rolled did. with he it. Did. He, he was fine. It, but it was but we've known him since elementary school too. Yeah. So the problem is, is that that night we were all talking about stories from high school. Yes. And all the shenanigans from high school. Oh, those boys were horrible. That, that, there, there's the rub. So we're talking about the shit I did, which is Dr. Dreamy, Dr. Double Bubble. You know who didn't Double get bubble. a story told about him? Me. <laughs> yeah. I was a good girl. Bullshit you were. But how did you, I was good in high school. How did you, how, but how did you escape? Not one story about you. We were all pointing fingers at each other. You know what? I'm a little hurt. I'm, I'm a little hurt about something. What? Or they just don't want to tell me. What? I haven't figured it out yet. What? Those two guys. And you had nicknames for different people in school. Yeah. I asked both of them and you, what was my nickname? And Dr. McDreamy goes, you didn't have one. You didn't have one. I don't know if he's not telling me. No, I don't think you had one. So I didn't exist. No, because you didn't have a nickname. You didn't exist. They didn't even know I existed back then. I'm just saying that not everybody got a nickname. Okay. Then just don't, don't take a personal affront to it. I am taking it personally, but you did not get one no story. story. We were None. pointing fingers about stories in Latuna Canyon and village and what we did and who did what we're yelling at each other and, and you never, no one ever said one thing about you. Nope. I was good. And you, you know, there was times when stories were going on and you could have said, Oh, I was there for that. You even stayed back from that. Oh, yeah. I was just <laughs> listening. You didn't say, well, I was there when that whole thing happened. You could, you were there. I know you were there, but you just stayed back. You're like, well, that's kind of weird. What 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 happened? What did you say? Well, that's that's weird. What did you say? There what was lots of, say? I just sat back and listened because there was lots of um, confirming rumors <laughs> <laughs> of things that happened. And I was like, oh, so it did happen. Okay. You, you know, know who would have been a perfect fit to absorb all that at the fire pit that night would have been Mrs. Forwatton. Oh, she would have been. Can you imagine if she just sat there and listened to sat next to you and kind of absorbed all of the who's doing what? She would have remembered everything too. Oh yeah. That would have been the bad thing is that, but that was really fun. It was a really cool, fun, um, night. It was, it was Uh, a good weekend. And that night in particular was really nice. It was. And it really, really was. Okay. Let me, let me touch on something and I don't want to sit here forever, but I need to bring it up to the audience. Okay. You guys can participate because obviously we have to talk about this. Ah, Here goes. I'm doing some interviews. We've all decided Gen X Talks is going to start doing interviews other than the, like the podcast everyone's listening to right now is, is banter. Right. Mm-hmm. It's you and I. It's, it's family. It's you and I and the kids. Yeah. Sometimes it's you and I. We the get, kid, you don't count. We get all that <laughs> yeah. together for this type of a podcast. And every Friday, this is the material that we put out. Uh-huh. We're right. We've now done five interviews with people and they are not, they aren't these big comedy sessions. They're fun, but they're real interviews. We're losing some of our audience because these interviews pop up on Spotify or on Apple or on Google podcast. And people say, well, if you're changing your format, I'm out of here. And, and we're, not. We're, yeah, we're not. We're still giving the same content every Friday. The same thing comes out, but we're sprinkling in some interviews. Some people are writing me letters going, I'm leaving because you're changing what you're doing. Hmm. And I went to two bear first thing right away and i said okay look am i am i fucking this up and he said no 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 on on spotify he goes you're clearly identifying different picture different color Mm -hmm. different wording it's it's he goes it's very easy to see the differences if people don't like it two bears attitude was kind of like if they don't like the interview skip them just skip over don't listen to it 
Right. Now you had an opinion too. You kind of were on the opposite side. You like when, when you're listening to podcasts and you're in there in your ear, you want to go from podcast to podcast to podcast to podcast. To the, mm-hmm. the, 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 yes. the flow needs to stay the same. And all of a sudden, if there was an interview, mm-hmm. it throws you off and you're like, oh, what's this all about? Right. Yes. So now we're kind of at a dilemma. And this is where I'm asking because the audience, where do, do we keep these in rotation with, with the regular podcasts like we're doing or do we pull them? What do, you, what do you think on that? Well, let me just tell you, I think of a podcast like an audiobook. Okay. So when I'm hearing our shenanigans and stuff on a weekly basis, I'm coming back like a TV show or an audio book, like next chapter. What is it? And then all of a sudden, if I'm in the car and the next thing's an interview, I'm like, well, wait, what happened to? Yeah, I I, I get it. I'm I'm concerned. I don't know that I have an answer, but I will tell you, I'm trying to figure this out. I don't want to, I don't want to ruin it. Yeah. That's how I view it. That's what I would say. I'd be like, wait. This isn't what I wanted to hear. So now, I don't know how you're going to solve that. The kid has taken all of the video versions of the, of the interviews and he's put them on a playlist on YouTube and they're actually growing in number. Okay. It's that's like people fine. have found them there. The numbers are growing. The numbers on YouTube of the interviews, they watching, they're rivaling what you and I are doing here in the podcast. They're, they have a life of their own over there. Maybe they don't need to be here. I I think so. I I just don't think the interviews. I think those are more for the radio station or for like that, like you said on the YouTube. But I'm just not. Uh, I I'm kind well, of. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. Every 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 podcast we put up has a question. How do you like the podcast or whatever? This question is going to be: Should we keep the interview? So if you're listening on Spotify, on Anchor, or you're listening in a place where there is a comment section. Let us know what you think. Please. Your interaction is how we know how yeah, we're doing. He's right. It's, it's, we, we, we base what, the direction we go on what you guys like. We can talk all day. You just got to point us in the right direction. Yeah. You were, so, we were just trying something new, but. It's really working though. I like the interviews and the stuff we have coming up seems great. Yeah. I just don't want to put them in the wrong spot. As well. I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. It's a learning curve. Everything Gen X talks has been a learning curve. And <laughs> guess what? It's only been the three of us, mostly yeah. you guys. But I've kind of been the, the, the dividing between the two of you. I'm that third person <laughs> that comes in. We're but fine on our own. Stop I, am so, I just want to tell you that I am so proud of both of you for going to nothing, like not knowing anything yeah. about anything in social Very media. True. And you guys have built this into what it is today. Not, and you've never been in the industry. You know, you guys have searched out for sound and what equipment mm-hmm. to buy and, Stuff like that. And we're coming up on three years and it hasn't been easy. No, we've spent money that we shouldn't have spent. (laughs) We've bought things that have broken. I I mean, I will tell you that, that 100% it's been trial and error Yeah, and you fail and you're like, okay, that didn't work. And everything from the type of show we do to equipment. And even now, even our sound, we, we just developed a sound problem Mm -hmm. the last three weeks. And we stepped on ourselves trying to fix it over and over. Now we've got, we got somebody driving up here Two bear son. Aiden is going to drive up here. He's got all the equipment. He knows what he's looking at. He's done all his homework. He's going to come up and sit down and go, this is what you're missing. Yeah. But without, but my point is, thank you for acknowledging the efforts of, you know, us here, but without people like that, without having someone come and helping us with sound, without having someone show us something with lighting, without having someone guide us, 
without 30 or 40 people helping us on the outsides, we'd never been here. Yeah, I, I agree. And the kid has done a lot of homework and has met people and mm-hmm. have asked questions. And, yeah. and I'm pretty impressed by that. Like learning Streamlabs and all that. Yeah, the yeah. Streamlabs. Yeah, every, there's there's some milestones that we've got really fortunate with. And I, yeah. yeah, it's been a... I know I went off topic, but I just wanted right. you guys to know that I am watching from the outside mm. that you guys have, you know, built it from the ground up. You know, you didn't have some big corporation come no. in and hand everything to us there's or anything. No, there's so. no book. There's no program that says here, here's your book on how to do shows and podcasting and good luck. There's not, the, there's not what, the, what, the podcast. You guys have a very good thing with the podcast and the interviews are a little like obviously a different direction. So I get why people would be like, like I get your point, mom. That's why I'm kind of sitting here like just listening more than I'm talking because you guys just have a great flow. And I feel like I'm intruding a little bit. Sometimes we, we first, have, yes. Yeah, at first I was like, oh yeah, let me talk on the podcast. It'll be cool. Thanks mom for inviting me. But now I'm like, oh, you guys are really good the way you are. Don't, don't change it. Don't change it. And you put us here. And you put us here. Yeah, you did this. Well, ben. Um, well, it's for you to keep forever and ever. And so one day when we're gone, you can just pull up the podcast and listen to your parents talk. Yeah, that's what he's not going to do. It's so weird. Talking about a podcast of people who are dead. That's weird. Podcast of people who are dead. Okay. Yeah. I have a story about that. What? It's that he brought that up. What? I was taking out my Christmas uh, kid books. You know, I always, I have these books from when I was a teacher and one of the books is actually our sons, the kids. And it is the, uh, twas the night before Christmas and it is read by my mom's voice who is now passed oh, away. It's, I didn't know that. She recorded it and I came across it this Christmas and I opened it up and I could hear my mom's voice. And it is a little strange knowing wow. that she's no longer here. I think it's yeah. awesome. It is. I sat there for a little bit and then I started crying because I missed her so much because there's her voice, you know? So I want to find that book. I would love for us to do that and like just leave it somewhere, you know? I think I should just record certain phrases for the kid of me yelling at him. He can play back for himself. (laughs) I I think the the next thing we need to do for Gen X Talk for, for fans is make a... Make like a Google Maps thing or an Apple Maps directions, and it's just his voice. <laughs> so, like, if you if you have to make a U turn, he'll be like, "There you go, missed your turn. I told you to turn." It's like <laughs> that would be great. Oh, I don't think that's you, possible. You can make it, those. That'd be so it. funny. That oh my god, hilarious. that would be hilarious. I bet you that would sell. I'm getting rid of my phone. Sell, given it free. Oh, okay. What do you think I am? Wait, 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 Mark wait. Zuckerberg. Did you hear? Yes, I do. The next Mark Zuckerberg. Did you just hear what your dad said? You need to turn off his phone. No, no, no. no. Get rid of it. He's getting rid of it. Impossible. No way. Wait, are you having it surgically implanted into your hand? No. You know how, you know how they always say, you know, oh my goodness, you know, teenagers are always on his phone, on their phone. He's on his phone more than I am. He sleeps with his phone. I'm working. I'm working. While he sleeps. Um, actually, I'm working. I'm working. His phone cuddles more with him than his wife cuddles with him. That's true. Thank that you is for, for that's sure. That's a terrible Technology. admission, but yes, that's true. Tearing yeah. our lives apart. <laughs> Go out and touch grass. <laughs> oh. One 
is your fault and one is me? Google's fault. No, 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 he's looking right at me. Okay. Yeah. I can't see him, so I'm like, No, you're off the hook today. It's Sweet. all me. I did number wood, one, the wood I'll tell logs you what, and what? Number one, every ad that comes across my phone, every I get that Google listens to what I'm talking about, and if I'm talking about purple step letters with glitter, I will get ads for purple step letters with glitter for the next three weeks. Why I turned into his phone, I said, Weighted blankets. Heated <laughs> blanket. Dietary so, supplements. <laughs> so I get ads now for DXL. Big fat and tall clothing. So I already know that's what you bought me for Christmas because now they're on my phone all the time. So I know you logged in. No. using. I didn't buy you anything for Christmas. Oh, then how does DXL know that I need big, fat, tall clothes? I'm, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. No, you'll get in trouble. Be Google doesn't have a camera. It doesn't know that I'm one of the big, fat, tall guys. It just all of a sudden starts giving me at no, because you've been looking to buy me stuff. Your fat finger typing, possibly? That is not. It doesn't know the weight of my hand. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. (laughs) This guy's hand is so heavy. He needs DXL. I have not. No, we agreed we're not buying Christmas presents with each other. I haven't done it. The other one is not your fault. And this one's confusing to me. Wait a minute. I'm in trouble for ads being placed on your phone. Yeah, yeah. because that, I'm sure. I have no control over you that. You did this. You, DXL, I still think you're full of shit. You're lying. You did this somehow. This other one is not you. Okay, what's the other one? And this one, I, I cannot believe how many of this ads I got in one week. I'm telling you, 30 times a day. They said, are you an old person that needs a comfort animal? <laughs> now, how... What, <laughs> More, it should be more like, are you angry? Do you need a calming dog? I, Do you yell on YouTube every day? Because you, you may need a comfort dog. This is ridiculous that someone would be advertising selling an animal as an ad. And it came up for an entire week, 30 times a day. Every time it's going through. Do you need a comfort? Are you old? It was old. And do you need a comfort animal? And the animal, the picture of the animal changed every time. You want to know why? It's because he yells at the dogs all the time coming in the studio. (laughs) And the studio picks it up. And the dogs went to my phone and said, you need to help us. I got one right here. Somebody's. uh, Oh, you're Pedro. Pedro. (laughs) Somebody keeps uh, sending you subliminal messages. Yeah. Google. (laughs) And not so subliminal. They're right there on my phone. But. I don't understand how that's even a thing. And why would I need it? Uh, I don't, I don't know. So why would you, you need, need a comfort? <laughs> yeah. Hmm, let's ponder why that why thought. You hmm, let's ponder. Well, let's according see. to you guys, I Oh, no, no, no. Wait a minute. Dad postulates. A postulate. I postulate. But he listen, does not ponder. According to you guys, I cuddle with my phone. Why do I need a comfort dog? I have a comfort phone, according to you. You, you don't need a comfort dog. You need a buddy dog. Yeah, yes. just a dog that you can be like, so, why, okay. so you can yell at it. <laughs> so okay, no, I didn't, so I didn't why think. is it old? Why does it say old people? Are you old and need a, why can't you be a young person needs a comfort dog? You ever seen an old person without a dog? Yeah. There's a lot, a lot of, actually more people don't I'm because they're a safety hazard. Could you're not, be a safety hazard. Point. I'm just oh, saying go. that the idea is is that they, they singled me out. The only thing they didn't they do... They singled him out. It didn't say, she are you... He feels oppressed right now. I know. I think so. He's, he's, not, <laughs> he's not in the right state of mind right now. It didn't say, are you old and fat? And he did, That would have been a little more narrowed down to me, but it was close. Maybe we need to find you a weight loss dog. 
<laughs> chasing around. Yes. Grabs his phone and he chases well, around. I've heard there's two types of weight loss dogs. One, you chase the dog around to lose weight, and one's an angry dog that chases you around. There you go. <laughs> Maybe that's what you need. That, that's, for, that's from an old uh, weight loss joke about nude people. Did you ever hear that one? No, I don't think so. Did you ever hear that one joke about nude people and an angry dog? And weight loss. Oh, and weight loss. <laughs> All right, give it to us. It was just, it was that this guy goes into, um, uh, I forget, it was like a weight loss clinic, and the guy says, okay, go into the next room and wait. Someone will be in to instruct you. So he goes in the next room, shuts the door, he gets in there, and this beautiful woman comes in there, and remember, this guy's a big, fat, heavy guy, and he see, she takes off all of her clothes, and she says, okay, you got an hour. You can chase me around this room. I'm naked. If you can catch me, you can have sex with me. So the guy chases her around the room, and he's exhausted, and he's tired, and he can't catch her. The hour's over. He never caught her. She goes, all right, we'll see you back here on next Monday. So the <laughs> So the next Monday comes, guy goes, well, you just go in that room and wait. So he goes in the room and wait. He pushes all the furniture into the corner. He takes off his clothes and he stands there waiting. Pretty soon the door opens and this big, huge, muscular man comes in there and goes, I'm going to chase you around this room for an hour. And if I catch you, I get to have sex with you. <laughs> that was his exercise for that one <laughs> was being chased. So that's the, that's the joke. Is it sounds like it's a person. You're going to go the, the cartoon route where they tie like sausage links around you and you like run and the dogs chase you. Uh, you know, now like he's going cartoon. with a what, naked girl. What kind of dreams do you have? What, it's tie, a dream. It's cartoons. Sausage cartoons. <laughs> it's a cartoon. You've never seen that. You know what? That doesn't sound like a joke. That sounds like a personal. It you was know, a story. joke. No, it was a he joke. He likes big black men. It was a story. I didn't say black. I just said a big muscular man. Yeah. You said Why black. did you go racist? Wow, did, you whoa, racist. you assume saying black is racist? Whoa, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Whoa, Jesus, is that an Israel joke? What's the matter with you? I was talking about my friend, Jesus. <laughs> Jeez, man. So it's a it's a it's a Spanish joke. Okay, he's still racial. Wow, you assume someone named Jesus is Mexican? Wow, he's not, he's not German. Wow. He's not a German guy wow. named Jesus. Why not? I can name my kid whatever I want. You're not German. No, I can name my German. kid Jamal. Oh, you thought of a black man, didn't you? Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Jeez. Okay, whatever, man. Wow. You just you go off the, the society we this. live in. All you right. did this. Oh, my Mom God. Did it. I, don't what? talk to me. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right. To your corners. <laughs> <laughs> Neutral corners. Who made you the ref? Who made I you the am. ref? She's been the, the, she's been the ref for years. Come she on, started man. the fight. Who made, she's got the whistle. She's got the flag. Come on. Uh, she's got the gloves on, too. No. Not your mother. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> All right. So so what's the deal about our uh, daughter's boyfriend? Huh? Okay. He, he talked to you the other day. Well, Listen she, to this story, oh, okay. kid. Okay. Uh, one of our loving and kind and gentle, perfect children is a millennial daughter who lives up north and she has a great boyfriend who I can't wait for him to be a son-in-law. He's that cool of a guy. Anyway, so he's working for PG&E. No. Gets, okay. He's Southern not, California Edison. Southern California Edison. He works for SoCal. And he's been trying to do this job forever. It's like been like his goal. He wants to hang from helicopters out in the middle of the forest and repair power lines. He's a lineman. He, he wants, a lineman. To be a lineman. wants to be a lineman. So all of a sudden she's talking to you one day and you're freaking out with her over the phone. You get off the phone and you tell me. So I'm listening to the story 
between when he's here on Thanksgiving and what you guys have said, piecing this all together. Uh This is a true story. This is a very true story. So he works right now way up back by this lake up in the mountains. And that's Near Yosemite, up that direction. Yeah. And he, he, he's, he's back up and it's a real country setting, a real forestry setting. Yeah. He's not in town. They have to shut off what they're doing at 430. If they're in the middle of a project, yes. the, the ignitions go off, the shovels get put away. That is correct. You leave. They got to get out of the they area. They have to get out of the area. That's Whatever. right. And, and, and do you want to know why? <laughs> because there's some indigenous frog that begins to come out of its Wherever. hole in the ground <laughs> or its tree or under its rocks at around 430 and begin its day. That's right. So these guys have to shut down these big projects at 430. They could keep working and get, get power to people. That's right. And do some good. But no, 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 no. We have to stop at 430 because of these frogs. So my soon to be son-in-law, who I love this guy, he goes, he goes up to his boss, the, the, the main, the, one of the main supervisors who happened to be making the rounds. Mm-hmm. And he's like, this is some guy you don't see, but once every six months. And he's like, Hey man, I got a question. Um, tell me about these frogs. There's this indigenous frog and the environmental people and blah, 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 blah. He goes, all right, can you show me the frog? Mm, good question. I mean, and he, pr- he proposed it like this. I don't want to step on one. I don't want to run over one. Could you please identify this frog so I can do my part here? No, we don't. Uh, <clears throat> we can't. Uh, we've, it's, um, we've never actually seen one. <laughs> He's like, wait. <laughs> so, okay. So he backs up. He goes, all right, I'm good with that. I um, think it's a little silly that we're all stopping for a frog that no one's ever seen. But can you show me a picture of one on your phone? Let me know what, because after you leave, I won't see you for another six months. Uh-huh. What am I looking for here? It's, a, it's, the, <clears throat> it's, the, it's the frog that has the, the, the green and yellow with a hint of the orange. And the, I've, um, I don't know which frog it is. Oh, my God. So my son and soon-to-be son-in-law is like, well, if you don't know what it looks like, you can't point one out. And no one's ever, ever seen one. Perhaps what we're doing is a little misguided. Yeah, I think. Maybe there is no frog here. Has anyone ever just sat here past 430? <laughs> oh, my God. <goodness. laughs> Can you imagine the whole lineman squad sitting there going, so and, let's see why we're stopping work. Yeah, let's see what's going on. And you on. got this rookie lineman <laughs> in the middle of 40 guys talking to the head honcho going, I'm not questioning, you know, how smart everyone's decisions around here are, but let's be practical if we don't see a frog can we keep working can we get this job done smart and no one can show him the frog but there is a directive that they all have to sign that they agree they will stop they will not harm these frogs and no one's seen one i have a question a legitimate frog question do frogs come out in the winter because where Uh, he works snows um they 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 would have to not right so I don't know. They're amphibious. Well, do, right? do frogs even live past the winter? Maybe they all die and there's tadpoles in the bottom of the lake. And when the lake unfreezes, the tadpoles become frogs. Uh, that's a legitimate question. So I'm, I'm thinking. I'm, I'm trying to think of it right now. Is like maybe there's just a whole new batch of frogs every year. I don't know. Kid, do you have an idea? No. I, <laughs> no, I'm just saying I go, I? if it gets cold, then they could actually work past 430. But now I guess they're getting into ice and stuff like, at 430. But there's probably other reasons besides the frog. 
too. No, no, it was the no. frog. It's a, a it's frog. It's frog. an environmentalist person or yep. group that has said that they cannot work after four thirty. They passed week. it, and everyone agreed to it. It's it's a contract now with the state of California and. And Cal there we and go, another California one. That's great. like when the kid took the stick or whatever oh, up yeah. at the, <laughs> the park up north. I can't remember that story he was about up in the redwoods, and he picked up a stick off the ground, and the ranger goes, "Put that back." That's right, a stick. That's a stick. <laughs> He's yeah. like, "Yeah, it's a stick. I'm taking it." You most certainly are not. Yeah. Yeah. Dumbasses. So not that you look around and there's <laughs> trees and yeah, sticks everywhere. So uh, not that you have to clear the undergrowth so there's no fires. That's, if he was smart, if he was quick, he would have said, I'm just making it better for fire That's season. Right. Because when they stopped doing that about six years ago, California quit clearing the undergrowth. Oh, uh, yep. And, and then, then the fires came through. And then and, California yep. went up in flames. And they went, okay, we, maybe we need to rethink that. Mm. And here's my son out in front of that issue That's doing right. his part. I know, I'm doing my part. And he got chastised for it. God And fine. Yeah, they tried to find me. Fine, yeah. Well, I wrote fuck off in red letters and we sent that letter back. Yes, we did. And we, we never, never heard from him. Never no. heard from him. No, never did. <laughs> So, uh, you know what? You know what story popped in my head just now? What's that? This is one. You know, we sent the letter back and said, "Fuck you, not in my America. We're not paying because we picked up a stick in the forest." Um, Do you remember when they tried? One of our daughters was in a hospital, and I figured out that they would keep her until the insurance ran out. Yes. They're like, "No, she can't leave. She can't leave. She can't leave. She can't leave. She can't leave." Okay, she's good today. And I'm like, "Well." I've been trying to get you out of here. Cured. Yeah. And then, then the next time you go in and like, well, we're keeping her, we're keeping her. And then I figured they, they gave me a bill for $30,000. Remember when they gave us yes, that bill? Yes, I do. And I went back in there and I sat down with them and the administrators and I said, I figured out what you fuckers are doing. You keep all these, these kids in here until their insurance runs out. Then you kick them out and you won't let, you won't even let them out. Exactly. You keep them here until, and I said, I bet if I get a lawyer and I subpoena, Every record from the past five years, every single patient that you've had, magically, coincidentally, their release date will coincide with the last day insurance approved a payment. Mm -hmm. And I said, then I'm going to sue you for millions. And they never sent us a bill again. Oh, and they, she never went back. They never went back. She never went back. I never <laughs> went back. And they stopped that day. But I remember thinking stuff like that about how you, you call out governments or you call out agencies on this stuff and you pin them back and go, wait a second, I maybe just be a dumb jabroni in the middle of the desert. My fucking brain works and I can add two plus two and I know it's four. And that was when you talked about that one, we sent that letter back to the forestry department and said, not paying a fine for picking up a stick, you motherfuckers. Yeah, that happened to us a couple times. What about when they... The ambulance. I forgot the story about how they were going to charge us from here to. They were transferring her from from here up to Madeira to the children's hospital, like two hours away, and they wanted us to sign the paper. And we didn't want her to go. No, I said no. Yeah. She just need to go up there. Yeah, she got to go up there, and you need to sign this. I said I'm not signing this. It's a financial responsibility. Right. And I said, how much is it going to be for you to ride an ambulance up there? Four thousand dollars. I said, then I'll drive her. Right. And I'll then they said no. Said, no, you can't. I said, well, here's here's how this is going to go. If you really want to transport her in the ambulance because you guys think she's a mental case, you're going to do it for free. You want to do it in the ambulance? That's on you, baby. That's but you, right. What you're not going to do is put her in the ambulance, keep her in the hospital because you want to, and then charge me. Amen. If you want to do this and you want me to pay for it, I'm going to have some input on how all this works. Or 
if I agree to take her up there, I'm just going to put her in the car and take her up there myself. I'm not paying $4,000 for you to drive her up there in a fucking ambulance. There's three of you guys. If all three of you need to go, get in the back seat. (laughs) Go with me. You know what? You taught me so well with that one because I remember that story because that happened years ago. And I remember your conversation with them that when the kid broke his jaw Mm -hmm. at Dodger Stadium, we got, they were taking us in the ambulance from Dodger Stadium to Children's Hospital in LA. And I'm upset. I'm not crying. I'm upset. I'm holding it together for the kid. And the stupid paramedic in the back of the ambulance is handing me the financial papers. Yes, sign here. Here, sign here. And I go, what am I signing? They said, well, you're signing, you know, so we can bill you for the ambulance. And I, sure as shit out of my (laughs) mouth, I said, so how much is it going to cost? And the guy goes, well, um, I I don't know. And I said, "Uh, so you're making me sign a blank check. And he goes, well, well, are you going to sign it? I go, no, I'm not going to sign it. You can bill me. And he, he, they never, he was so mad Yeah, because I confronted. Let me give everybody a quick lesson. I I know we're at the end of the podcast, but I want to tell you what what I learned over the years with having eight kids always in and out of (laughs) hospitals and emergency rooms and banging each other around and stuff. They make, they, when they give the paperwork for you to sign in the emergency room, they always say, this is so we can bill your insurance Mm -hmm. and you sign it. But it also says on there, whatever your insurance doesn't pay, you have to pay you're signing the financial responsibility sheet. You also don't have to sign that. That is correct. They can bill your, they're going to bill your insurance anyway, even if you don't sign it. But what you're not signing is you're not signing the part that you promise to pay whatever they decide. Now, I discovered this 20 years ago. I finally stopped someone and I said, listen, it was an ambulance or it was a, it was a hospital or emergency room. And I said, I'm signing that I'm going to pay as a financial responsibility, you're going to bill my insurance and you're going to, you're going to charge me what's left. What are you going to charge me? Well, we don't know. Yeah. There might be x-rays. There might be. I said, well, if I promise to pay, you literally can charge me anything. Exactly. And I have, how about this? I'm not going to sign. This is what I do every time now. I very politely say, I'm not going to sign the financial responsibility. You go ahead and bill my insurance. And when you come up with the final bill, Please send it to me. I'll come back in and we'll sit down and we'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. Let's be reasonable about, about this. Let's talk this through. And the person giving you the paperwork always goes, yeah, you don't have to sign it. Yeah, they're very cool about but they it. They don't tell you that. No. Nope. And once you sign it, you're on the hook for whatever they decide. If they want to tell you that an x-ray was $16,000, you're paying $16,000. And they always get you at that moment where you're vulnerable yes. and there's an emergency going on and, and they're true. not going to sit there and explain it to you. They just say, we need you to sign this. They yeah. don't go into any details. And it's your child. Yes. So they know you're going to sign it. And we've just got, you and I have gotten to a point over the year, 20 years ago, we said, look, we're not signing it. And I've taken those bills back in and sat down and said, you guys charge for a CAT scan, $12,000. And I kind of called around and, you know, these CAT scans or whatever, the CT scan or whatever the thing was, yeah, they're about 800 bucks. They'll take it off your bill. Mm-hmm. They'll negotiate it right there. But you actually have to not sign. You have to wait for the bill. Then you have to go in and talk to them about it. Yeah. They never tell you that. You know what I, what makes me upset more is them taking advantage of older people. Yes. That bothers me so much that they have these older people sign it and they're taking away their money, the money that they absolutely need to live on. All they've got left. And it just makes me mad. I hate that when they do that in hospitals, it's almost like when they, when an old person goes in and they say, the old person will say, well, how much is this going to cost? 
It's almost like they look at them and go, well, how much do you got? Exactly. I hate that feeling on that. So. Or they double build. That has happened to my mom. They double build a couple times. Yeah. They and, build Medicare. They build this. And then they bill my mom. And well, they're getting three different payments. You know? done that. They did that a lot with us where I go down and they say, here's all the things you owe. Yeah. And I bring in my insurance bill and go, well, the insurance already paid nine of these 13 things. Exactly. They're like, oh, 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 yeah. <clears throat> we, it was an error. We just assumed the insurance didn't pay. Yeah. So we'll, we'll take that up. But if you don't, if you don't know. Exactly. It's a lot of work to be treated fairly. And it shouldn't that, be like that, that. No, in that minute. But that's just a little tip there. I've learned that yeah. a long time ago. Exactly. I don't sign anything financial responsibility with the hospitals. I always pay. We have no debt with any of the doctors or hospitals. But I work it out later. But you got a question. You got to stop. Yeah. So please, please ask questions. Anyway, I don't I don't think I have an automotive story today. That's okay. Because we covered a lot of stuff and but you don't really have a. That's okay. We're good. I'm good. I'm good. Well, that's great. The little, the little fly on the wall. Did you hear that? Yeah. Where have you been? You just showed us. <laughs> like I said, man, I don't want to interrupt your flow. I do want to publicly say something, a couple things real quick. One kid, you did a great job on Penny the Pig's house the other day. Oh, thank you. Because we bought that makeshift as a doghouse, I don't know, eight, nine years ago. Oh, yeah, a long time it's, ago. It's kind of rotted and weathered, and it's got seen some days, and the kid rebuilt the floor in it. Rejuvenated. Uh -huh. Well, hold on a second. Penny rejuvenated the floor. <laughs> uh, Penny Pig decided to go in and lift up all the flooring because she didn't like it. It wasn't yeah, her she, style. She, yeah, she destroyed it. She renovated. It. She well, renovated. The, the kid took it the other day, put it on the side of the house, and he cut some wood and got it real firm. And it's off the ground still a little bit. Yeah, it looks great. So now there's air can go under, water can go under in the rocks. It's not you know going to be mud. And it'll it's a, it's a much better thing. So, kid, you did a good job with that. Thank you. And what the reason I brought up that it was rotting is because he had to mount fresh, clean wood and screws mm -hmm. to some very questionable material. <laughs> and he did it. He got good it. Job. Good job. Good job, son. Do so you want to see the magic trick now or? Uh, no. No. Are you sure? Yeah. We're no, we're sure. done. Anybody on the audio, you want no, to see it? No, we're done. Last no. thing is, um, just so you guys know that uh, next June we will be at VidCon. Oh, so yeah. if anybody, and no, oh, no yeah. old people want to go to VidCon, but we'll be down in Anaheim. I don't know if we're going to do a dinner or something out and about. If you guys want to hang out, maybe we'll, maybe we'll try to figure out some little personal meet and greet. So you guys come by, we can all have a beer, a shot of whiskey outside. We're going to be down there for four days in Anaheim. So if you guys are in that area, maybe we could pick a spot and yeah, go. I can look around and figure that go out. Go to Shakey's Pizza and have the party. Remember party rooms <laughs> at Shakey's room Pizza? <laughs> Shakey's Pizza? Yes. Yeah, Shakey's Pizza. Was it good pizza? Really it good was pizza. really good pizza. Oh, okay. That was where we went after football games. Yeah. That was the big thing. After football games, we all went there. And they had party rooms where there was a separate room and someone would help you and had 30, you know, 25 chairs in it. It was kind of fun. It was a good deal. All of the restaurants did. McDonald's. You could have your birthday McDonald's years ago. Yeah, you could. It so. did not like that anymore. All right, listen, no. everybody, it's time to leave. It's time. Wait, wait, wait. Look at me. Don't just look right at me. Okay. How long have we been on? Um, uh, I'm going to say an hour, two minutes, hour, four minutes. Shoot. I was thinking hour I'm six. so good. And yeah, guess what else we accomplished today? What did we accomplish? There, what do we get? There was no big over under on your yawning. I didn't know I oh. yawned once. No, oh yeah. I don't think so. You don't do a couple it. Times. Don't, don't do, do it. it now. Don't do and, it. And, and, and and the bye. Bye everyone. I'm yeah. leaving before I yawn. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in. I'm not sure where you're listening from around the planet. AM, FM, Sirius XM, or perhaps on the Armed Service Radio Network. 
Remember two things wherever you go, there you are. And I'll catch you guys on the flip side. That's right, I said it.